time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper, two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers tonight, they have company. George's boss, Mr. Atterbury, and his wife, Iris. It's after dinner and we find the group in the living room. George and Mr. Atterbury are on one side of the room smoking their favorite cigars while Liz and Iris are on the other side of the room roasting their favorite friends. And then Grace pulled one of those famous boners of hers. She didn't. She did. Everybody was playing bridge and talking, and all of a sudden there was one of those silences that just happened, you know. Yes, yes, I know. Get to the meat of it. (laughs) Well, the room was quiet as a tomb, and suddenly Grace's voice boomed out and said, There's nothing like a good cigar. Quiet, Rudolph. What did Grace say, Liz? Well, I shouldn't repeat it, but she said... She didn't. She did. And that's not all. In trying to cover up, she said... She didn't. She did. What do you think, George? Did she or didn't she? I don't know, but if Liz says she didn't, she probably did. Why don't you two just smoke your cigars and be quiet? Just ignore them, Liz. Uh, tell me, what was she wearing? What do you think? No, not again. <laughs> she didn't. She did. Looks like Grace did it again, Mr. Atterbury. Rudolph, did you hear what happened to poor dear Charlie at the bank yesterday? No, Joe. Mm. Tell me what happened to poor dear Charlie, and don't spare any of the juicy details. Never mind, you two. Well, you know that blonde cashier at the bank. Well, everyone knows. (laughs) He didn't. He did. That will do. Uh, uh, tell me, George, what was he wearing? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Not that old rag. That's enough, Rudolph. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired of that gray pinstripe of his, I could scream. <laughs> now, George, maybe it's not Charlie's fault. Maybe he can't get the suit off. Maybe his tailor sewed him into it. Wake it up, boys. Well, I don't like to say anything. I don't like to say anything either, but... Thank you, Hedda and Lolly. (laughs) You two think you're very funny, don't you? Well, we were just showing you how you sounded. Meow, meow. I'll get you for this, Rudolph Atterbury. (laughs) You know they're right, Iris. What? We must have sounded awfully catty to anyone listening. Well, and I... And Iris, there's only one thing for us to do about it. You're going to stop gossiping? No, we're going in the den where no one will hear us. Come on, Iris. 
Oh, I thought they'd never go. Oh, sleepy, George. I don't think I'll straighten up the living room tonight. Let's just go to bed, huh, honey? Now, wait a minute, Liz. I want to talk to you. Oh, can't I wait till morning, dear? No. It's about gossip, Liz. Those things you were saying about Grace. Well, I'm too tired to repeat them now, George. Why didn't you listen the first time? You know I detest gossip in any form. So do I. So do you. Yes, I hate gossip just as much as you do, but it's the only way I can get any dirt. <laughs> All right, Liz. If you enjoy indulging in something that's petty, cruel, and malicious, go ahead. But I don't, George. Gossip is usually completely untrue. At best, it has the facts all twisted. And it ends up hurting innocent people, sometimes very badly. Gee, you make it sound so bad. I mean to. Well, all right, George, I'm sorry. And I promise you I'll never indulge in any gossip again. Good girl. First thing in the morning, I'll call up and cancel my hairdressing appointment. <laughs> What does that have to do with gossip? You don't think women go to beauty power to have their hair done, do you? Well, I was under that impression. Well, then you don't know Bessie, my beauty operator. She's the Drew Pearson of the mud pack. Well, Liz, the thing to do is have your hair done, but don't listen to Bessie. Hmm. You know, it'll take a little willpower. Not listening to Bessie doesn't take willpower. It takes earplugs. But I'll do it. I'll be all... Mrs. Mrs. Uh, honey, it's all right. <laughs> oh, there, I got everybody lost up today anyway. <laughs> I lost my appointment book. Oh, come in, my booth. Okay. Well, how have you been, Mrs. Uh, Derry? Uh, long time no see. Now, let me see. What do I give you? A shave and a haircut. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, of course. My bad memory, you know. <laughs> Well, I suppose you know that Mrs. Andrews and her husband are splitting up. Hold it. I don't want to hear it, Bessie. What's the matter? You sick or something? <laughs> You've always been old funnel ears. <laughs> well, my husband convinced me that gossip is vicious, and I promised him I wouldn't listen to any more of it. Oh. Well, then you don't want to hear the real reason why Mrs. Andrews and her husband are splitting up. No, no, I don't want to hear it. Okay. Don't try to tell me. I won't. Now, don't insist. Well, who's insisting I didn't open my mouth? Even if you did insist, I just wouldn't listen. I'd close my ears. I'll bet I wouldn't hear a word. Let's try it. Tell me you could sit there and not listen when I tell you that the Andrews are splitting up because Mrs. Andrews was upstairs one night and Mr. Andrews threw a party downstairs. Can't hear a word. <laughs> and Mrs. Andrews was a party he threw downstairs. <laughs> I didn't hear any of it, the dirty bum. <laughs> got anybody else I don't want to hear about? Yes, you've just got to not hear this. <laughs> and I said to her, I said, now look, honey, if it was my husband, I'll 
tell you what I do. I see you. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Mrs. Cooper. What? You. Uh, what? What color was your hair when you came in here? <laughs> Red. Oh. Well, uh, didn't it used to be black? <laughs> Not since I was a child. Why? What happened? I made you a child again just for tonight. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Cooper. I, oh, I dyed your hair black. I got a hold of the wrong box. Oh, no, you didn't. Bessie, give me a mirror. Quick. Here you are. Ah! Oh, who's that? <laughs> me. Oh, that awful black hair. Do something, Bessie. Make it red again. But I, I don't dare re-dye it for a couple of weeks or it'll all fall out. <laughs> Some choice. I could be Black Beauty or Old Baldy. As a matter of fact, Mrs. Cooper, I think you look real good with black hair. Well, I don't like it. Oh, George will kill me. Bessie. Oh, Bessie, there you are. Oh, hello, Mrs. Atterbury. Oh, hello, Iris. Oh, uh, hello there. Uh, Bessie, have you seen Mrs. Cooper? <laughs> Don't you recognize me? Oh, of course. <laughs> now, don't tell me. <laughs> I know that black hair. Uh, you're Mrs. Middleton's niece. <laughs> Iris, remember Liz Cooper? Oh, yes. I met you at Liz Cooper's house. <laughs> at the barbecue. <laughs> Wasn't that the worst meal you ever had? down four states all by yourself. What? Why, you're Liz Cooper. Oh, no, girl. What a dirty trick, putting on a black wig and tricking people into telling the truth about you. I wish it were a black wig, Iris. It's mine. All mine. Oh! How did it happen? Bessie used the wrong bottle of dye. She didn't. She did. Oh, what am I going to do? I'm supposed to meet George for lunch. Well, uh, now, this is no excuse, but I, I don't think it looks bad at all. Uh, do you, Mrs. Atterbury? Uh, well, uh, once you get used to it, it's uh, rather becoming. Do you really think so? So help me. From a certain angle, you look sort of like that actress, Lucille Ball. <laughs> oh, she's pretty. Do I look like her, Iris? <laughs> Nah. <laughs> Lucille Ball never saw the day she looked as young as you do. <laughs> well, thank you, I think. Well, you do look great. Now go on and meet your husband. Maybe he'll like him. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't even recognize you. I didn't. Maybe, maybe he'll think you're a strange woman flirting with him. <laughs> Oh, I can just see George if he thought a strange woman was flirting with him. <laughs> He'd run a mile. Or would he? <laughs> yeah. Would he? I think I'll just go down and test him out. Hello, George. Well, uh, hello? 
Why, George, I'll bet you don't know me, do you? No, but what's the difference? Sit down. I'm insulted. Don't you really remember where you met me, sweetie pie? Oh, you you were in the kissing booth at the Club Bazaar last spring. You couldn't change a $20 bill, and we had to use it out. Guess again, I dare you. Yeah, your face looks familiar. You're the girl who danced at the club smoker last winter. What's my face got to do with that? Oh, I know. Sure. I taught you to swim last summer when my wife was out of town. No, but go on. This is very educational. Oh, come on. Sit down and tell me who you are. But uh, aren't you expecting someone? No, no one important. Really? No, just my wife. Yeah. And I know she'll be a half hour late. You know, I think I've seen you with your wife. Isn't she a gorgeous redhead with a stunning figure? <laughs> no, that wasn't my wife. <laughs> now, she's short and dumpy. Well... Now, you've got what I call a stunning figure. Oh. And is there anything else you'd like to say? Yeah. Where'd you get that black wig, Liz? Oh. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Black hair. George, Bessie got the wrong dye by mistake. This is my hair. Does it look too awful? Well, I feel like I'm married to Prince Valiant. <laughs> Great. Well, she can dye it back in a week or so. No, I'll sweat it out. Come on, let's have lunch. All right. George, you did know it was me all the time, didn't you? Why, certainly. Who was that girl you talked to swim when I was out of town last summer? Oh, I just made that up. Well, you made it up pretty fast. Well, don't you believe me? Yes, I believe you. But if I ever find a brunette at the club with your fingerprints on her water wings, watch out. <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, I just can't believe it's you with that black hair. Oh, you'll get used to it. It'll only be this color for two weeks. Then I'll go back to my natural dyed red. <laughs> Liz, this is Grace. Oh, hi, Grace. What's up? And now, Liz, honey, it's none of my business, and I want you to realize I'm only doing this because I'm one of your best friends. Doing what? Well, I'm the last person in the world to spread gossip, but... Hold it. If it's gossip, I don't want to hear it, Grace. I'm not listening to that kind of talk anymore. Oh, well, that's the way you want it. That's the way I want it. Of course, this was about your husband, George. Well, what are you waiting for? Spill it. <laughs> well, I didn't see it myself, but I got it from Francis, who got it from Gertrude, who saw the whole thing from behind a pot of palm. Saw <laughs> what? George was having lunch in the green room today with another woman. He was? Yes. A gorgeous creature with black hair. <laughs> Is that all you wanted to tell me? Grace, George had lunch with me today. 
Yes. What do you mean? Hmm, yes. He did have lunch with me. Oh, that's a good story, Liz. You just stick to it no matter what anyone says. But it's true, Joe. Sure, don't worry, Liz. I won't tell anybody. Everybody I was going to tell has already called to tell me about it anyway. Oh, go stick your big gossipy nose in somebody else's business. Well, I was only trying to help. Goodbye. Oh, that makes me so mad. What is it? The cats are howling today, Katie. George had lunch with the brunette. This is the biggest news since Ralph Miller's wife found him upstairs with a downstairs maid. <laughs> oh, I wonder who that could be. Well, any kind of a handicapper, I'd say it was Grace to win and Millie to place. Hello. Hello, Liz. This is Millie. If my girlfriends were horses, I'd make a million dollars. Huh? Nothing, Millie. What's new, I'm afraid? Well, honey, it's none of my business, and I'm one of your best friends, but... Wait a minute. I can save some time. George had lunch with a dark-haired woman at the green room. Now, what do you mean by that? Gertrude saw the whole thing, and she says the woman is old enough to be George's mother. That does it. Goodbye. Another one? Yes, it's not enough they gossip about me. Now they've aged me 30 years. <laughs> oh, no, not another. Well, let's find out who gets the show money in the Alley Cat Derby. I don't know how they found out so fast, unless someone put it in skywriting. Yes, I've heard it. No, it isn't true. And why don't you mind your own business? Why, Liz, girl. Oh, Iris, it's you. I thought it was one of my gossipy friends. Why, no, Liz, it's me. What's the matter with you? Well, the girls have been calling me. I suppose you heard that ridiculous rumor. Yes. And, Liz, I want you to know I'm one of your best friends. Oh, no. You too, Brutus Atterbury. Frankly, Liz, I'm a little put out. I'm your closest friend, and every woman in town has scooped me. <laughs> Iris, believe me, there's no truth to the whole thing. You, of all people, should know how it started. I don't know what you mean, that dirty stinker having lunch with a gorgeous young creature. Don't you dare call George a dirty stinker. What did you say she looked like? All I know is the girls say she was so good looking she must have been a movie star. Oh, really? They said she was absolutely beautiful and had a divine figure. Well, finally, an honest report. Tell me more. Well, that's all I know, except that she was wearing a low-cut dress and had long blonde hair. Why, that dirty stinker. Honey, I know just how you feel, and if you want to stay with me tonight... <laughs> What's the matter? Have you snapped your twig? <laughs> I'm just laughing at how stupid and twisted gossip can get. George was certainly right. What do you mean? You know yourself that Bessie dyed my hair black this morning. I was that woman having lunch with George. That's the idea, Liz. Just keep saying that. <laughs> you believe it? That's all that counts. Oh, Iris, you're just like all the rest. Goodbye. Oh, Katie, why do women have to act like females? Men are just as bad. Well, I'm going to teach Iris a lesson. What do you mean? I'm going to start a little rumor about Mr. Atterbury and let Iris see how it can get all twisted up. 
Hello? Oh, Grace, this is Liz. Listen. You know that I'm one of Iris's best friends. Yes. What's the dirt? <laughs> well, I just heard that last Wednesday afternoon, Mr. Atterbury had a coke with his secretary in the drugstore. No. Yes. And that's not all. One coke, two straws. Well, go on. Don't shoot up now. Well, I don't have the rest of the story yet, but it's a pip. So don't breathe a word till I call you back. Oh, I won't. You know me. That's what I'm counting on. Goodbye. <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, that's not much of a rumor, just that Mr. Atterbury and his secretary had a coke together. Katie, I only planted the seed. By the time the girls get through cultivating it, it'll be full-grown poison ivy. <laughs> George, am I glad to see you. What a day this has been. What do you mean? George, today our names have been on more lips than camphor ice. Some busybody saw me having lunch with you and thought it was another woman. No. Yes. You should have heard how they got the facts mixed. One report claimed I was beautiful enough to be a movie star. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> Just agreeing with you. Well, you didn't have to agree so hard and so fast. George, I'm so disappointed. Even Iris joined in. I got so angry, I started a rumor right back at her about Mr. Atterbury. What? Just to teach her a lesson. I told Grace he was seen Wednesday afternoon in the drugstore having a Coke with his secretary. <laughs> the last person who called to tell me had it changed to Saturday night at the Continental Nightclub with a beautiful blonde. Liz, what's the matter with you? Do you want to get me fired? Oh, now, don't worry, George. I just want to show Iris that a rumor that has absolutely no basis in truth can spring up and travel like wildfire. Now, you call her right now. I'm taking no chances. Oh, all right. I'll call her, only I... I'd like to wait and see what it finally gets twisted into. Do it right now. Oh, now I wonder who that is. Oh, probably one of my friends who doesn't have a phone, so she's coming over to tell me the news in person. Hello, Liz girl. May I come in? Why, certainly, Mr. Atterbury. What's the matter? Hello, Mr. Atterbury. Hello, George boy. I've brought my toothbrush and pajamas. I wonder if I can spend the night at your house. Why, yes, of course. Iris has locked me out. Locked you out? Why? She heard a rumor about me, and she's furious. Well, goodbye, everybody. I'm back here. Oh, I've never seen her so angry. Mr. Atterbury, I think Liz has something to tell you. Oh, George, now... Liz? Well, Mr. Atterbury, I started that rumor. What? Cooper, you're fired. What for? What did I do? You married a nincompoop. Well, you don't have to be that upset about it, Mr. Atterbury. Oh, don't I? Well, I started this innocent rumor, and I can call Iris right now and fix the whole thing. Well, see if you can fix this. I really was at the Continental Club Saturday night with a beautiful blonde. Oh, no! 